Scott and Paul show for May 20th, 2019. Scott is angry about Capcom. The title of this episode is Fuck Capcom. (laughs) You really don't want the Capcom home arcade. No. Seriously. 16 fucking games for $300? It has real arcade parts, Scott. And it's built-in Wi-Fi so they can sell you more. Yeah, whatever. You want to go charge, like $20 for... 50 year old game yeah 16 good games (laughs) these are really good games yeah but I think there's only what two Street Fighter games yeah which really isn't bad because everything is Street Fighter the fuck out right now which as a Street Fighter fan I'm pretty happy to see but um I mean it is a great lineup yeah but Um, Jesus criminy Alien vs Predator that is a fantastic beat 'em up. Yeah. That a lot of people have not heard of. Um, it's like Final Fight with Aliens and Predators, but it is exquisite. Not just because I'm an alien nut. It's good. Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Two to Hyper Fighting, Final Fight, Ghouls and Ghosts, nineteen forty four to Loop Master. Which you would really need two players to beat that thing. Darkstalkers. It's a good game. Yeah, it's a good game. Looks like it's the first one. Which is not the best option. Don't get me wrong. It's a great game. Yeah. But, uh... Also, this thing is just ugly as shit. Yeah, it's giant. It's It's just the logo. It's just the logo. Capcom logo. Yeah. I mean... We were chatting about it a little bit before we started recording, and like You're... ten seconds because I started to blow the fuck up. <laughs> if I had a huge home with a big game room or something, eh, and probably maybe okay, just to say I have it, but I don't. I don't make the kind of money that I can drop. 300 bucks and justify it on 16 games. I would buy that mini arcade cabinet that they have for Street Fighter, just Street Fighter alone, or the other games. Yeah. Um, because look, look at the there's buttons. a different presentation. The buttons are clear. You can't even see the buttons. Yeah, I want to say you can have the logo. Yeah. it's This, this is like an EA product. It's a great lineup. Don't get me wrong. And I don't know what the quality of the uh, Sanwa JLF sticks and OBSF buttons. I'd have to look that up. Um, Hap is the only name brand I can think of when it comes to... Is it Hap or Haps? Something like that. That I can think of when it comes to arcade parts. So... I mean, maybe it's going to be awesome, but... Arcade ROMs with emulation provided by FP Alpha. So I'll tell you the biggest problem. For three hundred bucks, you can't give me fucking USB C. This says micro USB on the diagram. Micro USB is absolute trash, and this is something that's supposed to be like you're gonna if you're gonna play two player, it's gonna be on your lap. Okay, um, if you're playing one player, it's probably gonna be on your lap. Uh, fuck micro USB. 
so you can have a busted ass USB port again? No, they should have put USB C on this. But, but this thing they could have called it USB Capcom. You, you can play this, and then on your iPhone, you can be playing some kick-ass Castlevania soundtracks. Because uh, maybe a week or two ago, um, for some reason, Castlevania no get off their ad support. Um. On Apple Music, Google Play, and Spotify, soundtracks for Castlevania Symphony Tonight, 64, Chronicles, Circle of the Moon, Harmony Dissonance, The Month of Innocent, Curse of Darkness, Portrait of Ruin, Aria of Sorrow, Slash Dawn of Sorrow, Dracula X Chronicles, Order, uh, Judgment, and Harmony Sea of Despair all went online. So basically, all of the Symphony of the Night style except one. Yes. Good soundtracks. Yeah. Um, but Castlevania Three, Castlevania, and Super Castlevania yeah, the, have better soundtracks. Yeah, yeah the OGs. Um, here's the thing, though. If you are going to be listening to these, the names are not. In the, the titles are not the English slash, I guess, Western titles. If you're going to be looking for them, it does not say Castlevania Symphony tonight. It will say. Oh, Lord have mercy. You have to look it up by the actual title. It will say Dracula. And those X. titles are like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just going to say Dracula X. So, uh, but some of them will say. I think Circle of the Moon, it will say. So, as long as you know what the actual uh, image of the game was, you're fine. So, uh, speaking of... That's cool. It is cool. I mean, as long as you subscribe to those services, you're fine. But Hey, it just dropped out of nowhere, though. Uh, Man, though... Listening to like Dracula X slash Symphony Tonight, that was nice. Those are pretty good soundtracks. Yeah. They're all great soundtracks. They are. I just I just prefer like Dracula X and the other three that I mentioned already, as far as music goes. Yeah. Because they got more of a da 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 da. Yeah. The night I this news dropped, I listened to that at work. I was like, oh, oh, this is nice. This is different. Because I already listened to all my podcasts. I was like, ah, oh, this is new. But speaking of Castlevania, we do have the final list, which the game's already out because this is kind of new to us. But Castlevania Collection, well, Castlevania Anniversary Collection is available now. We have the full list of games. Castlevania, pretty good game. Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Castlevania, The Adventure. Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse. That's a good game. Kid Dracula. Uh, This is actually now in English. That's important for some of us. Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge. Super Castlevania. 
and Castlevania Bloodline slash New Generation slash Vampire Killer, which was the first time we got blood in Castlevania. No, I think there was some blood in Castlevania 4. Mm. There was even boobs in Castlevania 4. I think I think the Genesis was the first time you actually saw blood, wasn't it? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the first time you saw Human extensive blood. Blood, blood. <laughs> blood, blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, I'd Super, have to look at Castlevania uh, 4, but there well, was, I'm pretty, I'm 90% sure there was some blood. Well, I think it's Nintendo was kind of still iffy on that, right? It might have been monster blood, but I don't know. Medusa's tits looked really real for the 16-bit era. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a killer fucking lineup. Yeah, there's I mean Simon's Quest and probably the Adventure or the lesser games. Simon's Quest because it's just outrageously hard, and you you have to have a guide for that for the most part, especially if you have a real life and a job. But um, the Adventure is just super slow, but it is actually a however, pretty solid game. Um, there's more to this. Capcom has decided to include the option to play the Japanese version of these games. Konami. But you will get a update to this. It will be free, but you just have to wait. The um, And I will pronounce it however I want. What is this, $20? $20. That is a fucking steal. As far as I know, there is a. There are safe states, but you do not get the rewind option that other games give you. So, but hey, safe states, and there's a. You're going to use them on. No, most yeah, of these yeah. titles. Yeah. You the, also uh, get the um, different backgrounds, but and there's a some type of. Uh, book i believe yeah there's a digital book yeah um i mean castlevania bloodlines if you were to buy that physically there's at least four games on this list that's more than twenty dollars at a minimum yeah castlevania one when i was heavy in the retro 15 bucks simon's quest 10 15 bucks dracula's curse 15 20 bucks. Uh, Kid Dracula, I, I, I want to say like 40 50 And that was what, Famicom? Or was that actually an American release? That was Kid Dracula? That's yeah. That's a Famicom game. Cause it's yeah, only, I think it yeah. still took... So then, if you wanted to play it on physical hardware, you had to buy a Famicom. And then you had to buy the cartridge. So you're looking at 100 bucks minimum. And then Super Castlevania 4 kind of... Shot up in price a couple years ago, yeah. so thirty bucks. I mean, I don't know, I'm sure. But Bloodlines, I mean, it's like sixty, seventy, eighty dollars. And on top of being, as far as e- eBay paid value, the value of each title <laughs> is just pretty good. Also, you, I mean, Castlevania three is three is really good, and that's what Castlevania that's, series is based on. Yeah, Castlevania one is really good. Castlevania two sucks. Yeah, I mean, the concept's like, great. The concept's great. Yeah, don't play it with, unless you have a walkthrough or you're watching it on YouTube. Because literally, 
watching it on YouTube at like half speed so you can follow along quickly. That's your best option for that game. I beat it legit when I was a kid, but it took me months. Well, you uh, didn't have a job back then. Right, yeah. I mean, I had options. just over and over and over. I borrowed it off a friend, and I mean, I want to say that I, I, I had something. There was a like third-party player's guide that covered like 20 or 30 games, covered like Three Stooges and some dumb shit, but it covered simon's quest and it gave me a couple of hints that i needed like kneeling at the one place who the fuck would ever think of that you know to, yeah, to make back, the water disappear or something yeah back yeah. japanese games i mean yeah yeah so i mean it's it's got its moments don't get me wrong but overall as a whole package had a lot of holes well i mean like uh, i said if that game was released today it would be awesome you could do all your witcher stuff in the daytime, and then at night, that game turns into God of War. It'd be badass, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. It's a great concept. Um, yeah, you do not want to be out in the wild in that game. I mean, it's, it's just way too ambitious for its time. Yeah. But, um, what do we want to do? What Kid Dracula is supposed to be a really good game. I've never played it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. If it had a rewind state, I would probably go for it, but... You've got three or four all-time greats on there, and some other really good games. Yeah, I would like to go back and finish three. I just there's too much stuff I'm playing right now. Uh, let's go ahead and finish this. Video game Hall of Fame took place. I don't remember when. Um, our Hall of Fame inductees. Included? Do I have all the nominees? Nope. Okay, screw it. Um, we got this year Colossal Cave Adventure. I don't. I'm not sure what game that is. I've never played that. Mortal Kombat, Microsoft Solitaire, and Super Mario Kart. What do you think about that list? Scott. I mean, I don't know what Colossal Cave Adventure is, but the other three are... Oh, I mean, okay. Colossal Cave Adventure is a text adventure game developed between 1975 and 1977 by Will Quothier and PDP 10 Frame. Okay, so it's old school. I, I feel like I just lost some retro cred. I think I've come across it in the video for like a few seconds, but I'm not tracking it. Yeah. Um... Here's a little bit of trivia. In 2017, Mortal Kombat and Solitaire were among 12 finalists for the Hall of Fame, but lost to Donkey Kong, Halo Combat Evolved, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter 2. Ha! Take at you, Mortal Kombat bitches. Street Fighter 2 for the win. <laughs> Uh, well, Street yeah. Fighter 2 did come out before Mortal Kombat, so that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it... It, it makes sense. It's... Not only that, I mean... That game... Street Fighter 2 and the next couple iterations of it were fighting game perfection. Plain and simple. Yeah. 
they kind of overdid it with Street Fighter 2 by having like 17 different versions of it for $50. I because people like me keep buying the fucking thing. I bought it twice. <laughs> I... Oh my god, I've got so many copies of Street Fighter on different systems. Fucking, I could have bought a fucking Capcom arcade machine. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you probably did combine Ah, uh, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Oh, let's keep going old school. Uh, Genesis Mini. This thing looks badass. It has got a kick-ass lineup. Over like, four, yeah, just forty games. Um, preloaded forty games done by M2, an amazing software company who actually give a shit about doing their emulations, unlike. What Sony did with their piece of shit mini, which is now down to like thirty dollars, I think. You can actually, if you bought a PlayStation Pro at what was it, Best Buy, like maybe a couple weeks ago, you got it for free. They just here, take it. We don't want these yeah. things. Get them out. Keep, I've been keeping an eye out at Walmart. They keep them in stock, but they won't drop the freaking price. At least last time I looked. If I see it for 20 or 30 bucks, I might pick it up just because. So you can emulate other things on it? No, I'll probably never turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a collector. Yeah. Um, but because it sucks, I'll never turn it on. Yeah. They but didn't care. Some of the games on the mini. The deep discount. Echo the Dolphin, Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Gunstar Heroes. Shockingly, they got. A license from Disney, Castle of Illusions, starring Mickey Mouse, and World of Illusions, starring Mickey and Donald. Oh, that surprised the hell out of me. Earthworm Jim, Sonic 1 and 2. Of course, you will never get 3 because, probably, they ripped off uh, Michael Jackson's music. If you don't believe me, just Google that and you will find some amazing articles. And some... Uh, music examples and you will find out they totally ripped them off ghouls and ghosts beyond oasis golden axe fantasy star 4 wonder boy sonic spinball um street fighter 2 street fighter 2 special championship edition scott again uh now originally there was only going to be they could 30 but they had 40 titles they wanted to do but they couldn't really decide so they decided, ah, screw it, let's just do 40. Yeah. So that's I why, mean, that's why you get them. You get, I played almost all the games on it, and they're all really good. You are getting two wired controllers with this instead of just one. So they are learning from the first Nintendo mistake. If we're going to have yeah. two player controller games, so let's just go ahead and give them two controllers. Um, I don't know how they're exactly going to do some of the emulation on this thing because you only get a start button probably if you hold on to the start button like start and a you can probably bring up the menu to do certain things maybe there's a button on the side or the back or something too or maybe maybe the uh volume slider or something or the reset button or yeah one of the two sliders might do something possible so i mean it's awesome i'm gonna get one 
I'm I'm sorry, but I'm a sucker for these mini consoles. Eighty dollars. Uh, yeah, I mean, and this is again. There's several titles on here that are. That's what they cost to get physical right now. The only way I would get this is if there were some way I could hook this up to my CRT TV because I just don't have anywhere else to plug it into my actual big screen TV. I have no more HDMI ports. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that it makes it work on HDTV, I mean, I did. I have the SNES Mini, and it doesn't... I mean, it looks good. It looks... It's awesome. So... But hey, there's another game on here that you didn't mention. Was that Thunder Force 3? Yeah. That's a really good shmup. Earthworm Jim's really good. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of really freaking good games on Dr. Robotnik's Beam Beam Machine would be the least of the ones I played. You know they're making another Earthworm Jim? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, That's it, pretty awesome. It's going to be exclusive to the new system that's coming out. I forgot what it is. No. The one that's family-friendly. Uh, uh, what is it? What is that game system? Ah, oh, crap. Hey, talk about Mario. Hey, Mario Maker 2 looks fucking amazing. Uh, slopes. Um, that's pretty awesome. There's a... Intellivision. Uh, they... The new Intellivision console. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably not going to work out so well. No. Yeah, and they're they're putting there's another really <laughs> there's an Intellivision that's gonna get an exclusive Earthworm Jim. I'm sending you the link. And you no, can... just fuck those motherfuckers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. New Earthworm Jim and development by members of the original team. The title will be exclusive to the new and. In- television console which is launching October 10th 2020 okay I remember something about the Intellivision console what the yeah. uh, is it a retro mini and it's going to be able to do Earthworm Jim I mean uh, creator Doug Tinnepal whatever his name is and Tommy Tallarico yes hey Tommy Tallarico we've mentioned him a few times yeah we like Tommy yeah, it's good. Good composer in the back in the day. Yeah, the uh, <coughs> in television gimmick will be um, it retail between one hundred fifty to one hundred and eighty dollars. Games will cost between three and eight dollars a piece. Additionally, every title on the Amigo, Amico, whatever it is. Will be exclusive to that on the platform. So if you want to play Earthworm Jim, you're going to need it on the Intellivision Amigo. Amico, whatever the hell they're going to call it. So there you go. Well, I mean, yeah. All right, so anyways, back to Mario Maker. Um, the big thing is you got the diagonal slopes. You have, like, the snake blocks that change direction and you got to stay on them. And there's a slow and a uh, fast version. Uh, let's see. You can make it look like the graphical style of Mario 3D World, but it's not 3D. Like you can't, You're still side-scrolling. Um, there's a new dry bone shell that you can ride in that you don't die like if you go in lava. Um, there's like giant coins. Uh, new music from Koji Kondo. 
Let's see what else. Uh, trying to think. I watched that last week. Um, oh, you actually watched something. Yeah, my kids were like, oh, Mario Maker 2. Uh, there's a story mode where you need to reconstruct the castle and you got to earn coins to do so. Um, I think there's 100 courses in that one. Yeah, 100, 100 uh, yeah. so, I mean, that's pretty cool because you're going to rebuild a castle. So, I mean, that's there's a way of finishing it. Um, there's an angry sun that you can get from Mario 3, and then there's a moon version of it. Uh, I can't remember what it does, but it doesn't kill you. What the hell did the moon version do? It switches everything around. It kind of reverses crap. I thought like, maybe it kills all the enemies on the screen. Anyways, like the, there's uh, the themes for the courses. You have like the snow, sky, air, stage, whatever, forest, and deserts. Um, mm, I think there's clear conditions you can add to it. Like you can set parameters besides just going through a goal. Um, there's vertical areas, but I think there's sub areas only. You can't like, you can't just start the whole stage and start vertical. So I mean, there's a lot of awesome tools. There's new enemies and things like that. Um, so I mean, Mario Maker Two is including a lot of things that people wished was in the first. Um, there's comments that people can leave, but they're pre-generated comments, so nobody can leave anything nasty. Uh, so of course you can, like the first game, you can download courses and play. Um, the hundreds of thousands of courses is going to come out. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Giant bullet if... bills, air blowing enemies, parachutes, jungle themes. Yeah. Big coins. Uh, water and non water levels. They fixed the hidden level bull crap. Yeah. Oh, there's a car. That was the yeah, other thing get I was the trying racing to think car. of. Yeah. There's a little racing car and it looks pretty fun so i can see some geniuses coming up with a whole lot of awesome courses with that mario 3d so. world theme cat suits yeah yeah i i wonder if it, what the amiibo support is who knows see what i liked about the first mario maker was your amiibo gave you the 8-bit costumes that was pretty neat snake blocks watching that just really made me want to play Super Mario World again. Yeah. I did like that, it's, though. You can just, as soon as you press a button, everything just switches back to Super Mario World or Super Mario 1 or 3. Yeah, that was a pretty cool uh, feature in the first game. But, yeah, yeah that's definitely, definitely awesome. Um, and two players can edit courses at the same time. That's going to be a pain in the butt. That will be a pain in the butt, but I'm sure my kids will wear me out with it. <laughs> yeah. They'll think it's cool. Um, now, can I do something and then save it and then send it to you and then you can work on it too? Ooh, I don't know. I know I can download your map. Yeah, but, but I, I want you to be uh, able to edit it as I don't well. know if I'll be able to edit That would be pretty cool if you could add permissions to your friends list. But I, I don't know if you can do that. Because that's the only way I'm going to be able to work on a map. Yeah. So then we oh. can finally make Super Mario World 2. Yeah. The real Super Mario World 2. Yeah. Because we're not going to be able to work on Dreams. Not Yoshi 1. <laughs> <laughs> Which no. was a good game. Don't get me wrong. 
but it wasn't Mario World. Um, yeah, Mario Maker, when it first came out, we, I mean, we burned a couple days just building courses. And my kids, you know, they were five and four, six, whatever. So they got a big kick out of that. But I played a lot of awesome courses online. And I'm sure you'll be able to use the same kind of resources, like whatever some of these video game message boards, if you look around or like Reddit threads, they will post like your better courses. And well, I went, are you saying Nintendo isn't going to have a great algorithm to, to do it? Probably not because like in the first game, you got people that would like your course. And the problem is that someone might like your course just because it was super simple. So simple's fine, you know, but you go into a course that's got, you know, a few stars, you're like, all right, this one might be all right. It's got 20 stars or likes or whatever the hell they used. And you load it up and it's like, ah, this is pretty easy. And it's something that might be made for 100 course challenge where they give you a bunch of one ups so you can get through the 100 course challenge. Someone will like that because they're like, oh, that's cool. They gave me a bunch of one ups. Yeah, but was the course fun to play? So, I mean, there was a lot of great courses. Then there was your near impossible courses. And then there was you were inundated with like the music courses and the auto courses. You know, the auto courses are cool a couple times, but the music courses were always, I always enjoyed those. So, yeah, this, I mean, it's just, you know, someone made a working fucking calculator with Mario Maker. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no shit. Uh, you have to look at YouTube video up, but that was like, wow. Um, so who knows what the hell people will come up with for this one with all the new features. Plus there's some new enemies. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. Mario Maker was extremely fun. And Miiverse support was pretty cool, too. Yeah. But that's gone. Um, Nintendo Online. We received Donkey Kong Jr. versus Excitebike, which was only available in Japan up till now, and Clue Clue Land. Three good games. And versus Excitebike, it's pretty good. And we've got two players. Yeah, if you got two players. So, yeah, I, I mean, Nintendo Online is cheap, functional, and you get free Nintendo games. If they would just streamline the fucking chat. Did you play Tetris 99 and get your skin? I may have got the skin, but I know I got my ass kicked. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I tried a few rounds. I need to go back, but my uh, son's played it a good bit. There might be a skin somewhere. And they dropped their $10 DLC bundle so you can get your play offline mode and what was the other mode? I don't think I remember is just getting my ass beat. Well, if well, you play the the free gimmick this weekend was you get the Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Theme, but if you pay ten dollars, uh, you get the offline mode, and you get another mode, a standard mode that's in every Tetris game. Yeah, I can't. I I just played the standard, or I just played the. Was it called Challenge? What the hell is that called? You did. My son was playing it, and he said, "Dad, you got to try this out." I sat down and played three or four rounds, but I, he had me set up. Multi so mode, multi mode, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's ten dollars if you want to play offline against 
bots, and there's another stupid mode. Anyway. Um, that was pretty good when I played. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows PlayStation 5 is coming. There was an interview. We want to get through this crap. Uh, PlayStation State of Play. Scott didn't give a shit enough about this podcast to watch it. It happened. Um, simple breakdown. Final Fantasy VII. They claimed on Final Fantasy VII that is for the PlayStation 4 generation. You know what? First things first. God damn. I know everybody uses cookies. Stop popping up and telling me there's a fucking cookie. I know you're using cookies. Yeah. Fuck you, websites. Fuck these motherfuckers. This is the fucking EU doing this shit. All right. <laughs> it's fucking communist. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is back. Yes. Um, Hard to get excited about it. I don't trust that it's coming out. No, this is like fucking Duke Nukem all over again. This is my weekly fuck you gearbox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blaming them for Final Fantasy VII Remake being played. It definitely looks like they're going with Final Fantasy XV action RPG. They say they'll have more in June, so E3 will probably get an announcement, maybe a date. But it, they did say it's placed the uh, PlayStation 4 generation, which Sony did say, look, uh, PlayStation 5, well, next generation, will not be released this fiscal year. year. And their fiscal year extends to March. So, fall of 2020. I would say you're. April? Well, so PS4 April, came out, right? April at the earliest is when you would <clears throat> yeah. get PlayStation 5. Right. What I need to hear is when I'm going to get a PlayStation 5 Slim. I, I don't think know. I'm buying a launch system again. Well, after the way Xbox screwed me, I'm not getting a brand new console ever again. I'm going to yeah, let shit. everybody beta test the system for me. And after like five or six months, okay, system's working, I'll jump on. Yeah. Now, since it's backward compatible, they could launch Final Fantasy VII in April. PlayStation Five can come out in say September, and if this game is episodic, which it still is, hey, don't worry, all your games are in the cloud, your saves, and just like PlayStation Pro. From four to pro, you can just move everything over from four to five. So, technically, it's not a lie. It's the four generation. And look, there's probably before five comes out, you're going to hit 100 million users. Yeah, that's that's pretty much a given. 
you got what 96 million people out there something like that it's insane and I think honestly Sony probably just wants to go ahead and sit back and hit that 100 million mark anyway yeah I would yeah it's getting more people into their ecosystem so I mean PS4 is a pretty good system I mean yeah I mean mine sounds like a Harrier jet but it's still a good system I mean, at least I had to play the shit out of this one before it yeah. fucked up, unlike my PS3 and my Xbox 360s. I still plural, plural on the 360s. Yeah. Yeah, after my second uh, repair oh, I job. I take it back. I've, have, I've had two PS3s, too. Yeah, after my second repair, you know, my 360 came in, I said, fuck you, and I went with PlayStation. Didn't go back. Yep. Medieval gets a... Release date, October 25th. I never did care for the first one. So, I don't think the just making it I, look prettier is going to help me. Yeah, I dabbled in it. Uh, Monster Hunter, I just don't care for those games. Right, controls are shit. Predator Hunting Ground, I don't like Friday the 13th game. So, this is going to be the same thing, but with Predator. Yeah, I'm. I don't have high hopes for it as far as being like a stellar game. As a Jason super fan, I did find some fun in post patches Friday the Thirteenth. Now the away game looks fun, looks different. Um, Scott should watch that one day. We'll talk. Yeah, about I need to, next need week. to do that. Yeah. State of plays, I've been people have been talking shit about them because they're nothing but Nintendo Directs. But the difference is, Nintendo Direct has that personality where you have uh, humans out on screen in between the games, like Reggie or Iwata or somebody would be out there talking to you. State of play doesn't. It's just here's the game. Here's another game. Here's another game. 13 minutes, no bullshit. I like that. Just show me the fucking games. I don't need to see Reggie out there punching Iwata in the fucking face. Dressed up like Star Fox. Actually, that's kind of fun. I do like that. But Sony awesome. Sony doesn't have anybody like that. You used to. I mean, you had like hire somebody. I mean, you had Kevin Baker. But I need to hire fucking Reggie. <laughs> He's retired. Yeah. Needs a second career. He's going to get bored sitting at home with all his money. Yeah. Alright. Speaking of Sony. Sony and Microsoft, which is weird, they are partnering up to enhance customer experiences. And no, it's not what you think. Sony still says, fuck you. We don't care about doing that. What's that thing where people, you, you have an Xbox and I have a a PlayStation and we can play together? No, fuck you. We're not going to do that. But we are going to use the cloud. You would think active player bases would increase DLC purchases on the home platforms. You think that'd be a win-win for Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. 
Sony and Microsoft announced a partnership to develop cloud-based gaming services. Uh, this is from PlayStation Lifestyle. To give some clarity, the two companies will join forces to, quote, enhance customer experiences, end quote, to ex- by exploring, quote, joint development of future cloud solutions, end quote. Um, the official Microsoft report noted that the two companies will explore the use of current Microsoft Azure data center-based solutions for Sony's game and content streaming services. Ideally, this partnership will reach more consumers and offer a better experience for them. Uh, basically, Sony wants better cloud gaming, and Microsoft knows what the fuck they're doing. I mean, I have PlayStation now. That's what I'm using right now for Dead or Alive and, um... Yeah. Ninja Gaiden Z. It's working just fine. I am having just a little bit of lag on some of DOA 5. Just a little bit on the beginning of some fights, but it's, it's fine. I still don't know why you get updates on PlayStation 3, but you just won't let me download PlayStation 3 titles. I mean, whatever. But... This is new. All right. Future of gaming. So I hope they extend the tide with Google being a big monopoly on everything. Yeah. Do you think that, that they're really worried about Stadia? Because I don't think Stadia is going to be that big of an impact. Well, maybe not now, but Google has such deep pockets, and it's very clear that Google Google has bought up so many different things that they're very aggressive. And just because, okay, so say Stadia doesn't really whatever, they'll do something else in a couple of years. Google likes to drop shit. Yeah, they'll 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 come back with another one, or they'll buy somebody out, or they'll buy somebody out. Yeah. I mean, Google might own fucking Xbox in the next two years. You never know. I just like how Microsoft doesn't give a shit. They'll work with anybody. Yeah, they're, they're on. They'll find a way to make money yeah. off of any potential deal that comes across their lap. They're on That's the, smart business. Yeah, they're on Nintendo. They're working with Sony. They're just like, let's let's get in there. Um, they are. I mean, they they turned a long time ago to services. Yeah, that's that definitely appears to be their future. But they, so, yeah, they went a long time ago. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's pretty clear they're going to have another Xbox, but who knows what happens beyond that? Yeah. But, but this I mean, is, I like the Xbox brand. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but but 
But this was the Microsoft company themselves. And according yeah. to the other report, the heads of PlayStation had no idea about this until it happened. And they are like, what the fuck? Why'd you do this? Yeah. Is this going to fuck up our PlayStation plans? And they said, no, 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 it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah PlayStation needs to pull their head out of their ass on that side of it. Yeah. Uh, there's enough. There's clearly enough room in the market for three viable consoles. That's for sure. Yeah, and this <clears throat> is for different people in different situations. Google Stadia is not for everybody. No, it's, it's not a threat to anybody. Well, let's move over to TVs and get in movies. Um, boy, what a sack of shit Sonic is, huh? Have mercy. Seriously, we went and watched Detective Pikachu and I had to watch that fucking trailer again. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, granted, everybody laughed at that one scene, which is fucking funny. But, the movie might work. It's just, if you grew up playing Sonic, it's going to be really hard to look at that fucking trash and enjoy anything else in the film. Like, yeah, it's an angry fanboy moment. Just fuck off, okay? I'll admit it on this property. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pissed off nerd fucking rage monster over how stupid fucking Sonic looks. He's got creepy ass fucking lips, and he looks like... A skinny cosplay dude. I'm he just looks fucking stupid. I'm not a fan of the voice and how he, the actor either. It's not just that. You know, he looks terrible, but when he talks, I just want to kill myself. I'm like maybe the look makes me react that way, but fuck whatever. Hell we like you know. Urkel better. Yeah, 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 true. Um, I mean I forgot what was it was it that He's so fast, but he can't outrun a, a dart gun. Yay. Well, he kind of got blindsided by that. He's fast. He didn't have... He doesn't have spider sense. He's fucking sense. fast. He doesn't have spider sense. Who's facing him? Well, He's got reaction he and perception. It is way beyond human ability. Um, he should have been able to see that trigger pulled and be like, eh, I'm going to move here in a second and totally fuck this dude's world up. Um, it's dumb fucking rules of the movie that it's not following its own rules. Maybe it was Player One Podcast or Game Informer, but you know somebody, once they made the announcement that, okay, we're going to fix everything that you said that you hated about, about Sonic in this, that one guy said, I fucking told you. I fucking told you guys about this. I told you that this was shit and you didn't listen. But no, you went ahead and did it anyway. What is so fucking hard about just making approximate what the fuck he looks like? I'm, I mean, seriously, like Lost World, Generations. No, uh, he's, he's only been around since 1991. Those that that style would work just fine. I mean, it's just dude. It's they a did a freaking Geico commercial and made him look just like he did in the comics and the video games. Yeah, it it, I, it can work on screen. 
people are not going to reject a character that that they didn't try to go 100% realistic looking. They asked... Um... And they're so asked up on perspective and everything in these fucking posters and shit that they put out for it. Like where he's taking a selfie or whatever, yeah. or the picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. Someone was like, this is how he would have to look anatomically for that angle to work. And it was ridiculous. They, they uh, asked... Was it the... Um, it was somebody from... Take the Pikachu. I think it was the visual director, or no, it was the the guy who was in charge of designing the characters. He said they asked him, "Why do you think they messed up so bad on Sonic?" And he said, "Well, we spent a year before we went even went into production on Detective Pikachu of going back and." designing everything from the books and the games to make everything look right from the actual source yeah because the only thing they did was just basically add texture but a little bit yeah <laughs> they didn't fucking revamp it fucking whether it's story music setting characters or art design for some reason, these fucking idiots in in Hollywood think they have to completely revamp it. And then you, you have, don't. And then we will have, fucking go watch it just like it is. And I think the director of photography said some bullshit about, well, when you do one film is in shoot it in digital, and you shoot the other one in film, there's a no, you dumb fucker. The other guy was right. Yeah. You actually make something that looks the way it's supposed to look. And then the other one, you just go completely the opposite direction. Sonic and Wreck-It Ralph. And Wreck-It Ralph 2. He looked fine in those fucking movies. And mm. you could have put that same exact CGI on screen with real actors in a real setting. And it would fucking work. Because it's a goddamn fantasy film. <laughs> Stop with this video game movie bullshit. It's fantasy. It will fucking whatever. So, you know what? Absolutely, fuck Sonic the Hedgehog and fuck Chucky. What the hell did you do with that? What the fuck is wrong with Chucky? He looks so fucking stupid. Is there's nothing? They revamped him again. Oh wow, it's such a great idea. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, just fuck Hollywood. Seriously, fuck Hollywood. Why do we want to get in Hollywood? Uh, because we know better. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's 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 so crazy that there's all these fucking movies come out and you get these backlashes. And I'm not saying that Twitterverse or Instagramverse or Facebookverse or whatever should should be dictating what happens in these films. But at the same time, it's about time someone said, "You know what? Maybe these fuckers are right this time." Well, we and were Sonic, right. they're definitely fucking right because people said it from the first teaser. You done fucked up. And he came out, and he was more fucked up <laughs> yeah. than the teasers let on. It's just like... We didn't even think about the teeth. It's not... Fuck yeah, no shit. He looks creepy as fuck. He sounds creepy as fuck. Like, if I saw him, like, I would... Th this motherfucker's hanging out outside elementary schools on the, on the fucking weekdays. Yeah, fuck this. It's... it's, mm. it's the acting is not going to save it. That's the other thing. 
I like James Marsden. Oh yeah, that's too. Just he's decided. You know what? They're not going to make me an A-list dude, so I'm just going to take whatever fucking job that comes my way while I'm marketable. I got and I don't blame. And I love the dude. I actually, I, I, I love most of the shit he's done, or at least the actual performance he's given for the most part. You think you he's going to lose another girlfriend in this movie? I hope so. I hope it's fucking Sonic. <laughs> I hope him and Sonic hook up. <laughs> It's like if you're gonna revamp it, just fucking just go all in, boys. <laughs> or maybe it'll be Amy. His girlfriend being called Amy in this movie, and she'll Doctor, get resurrected. Doctor, no, well, Doctor Robotnik turns her into Amy. <laughs> now Jim Carrey looks fucking awesome. Jim Carrey's going all out in this movie. Unfortunately, they gave they gave him a shitty movie to be in. Yeah, I think Jim Carrey's that's the real Jim Carrey. That's that that's, he's just. He He's just crazy. They just yeah. turned him into Jim Carrey. They just let him go. Yeah, and then there's a little teaser in the trailer now. I don't know if it was in the original trailer, but it's, he's more Robotnik looking in oh, one scene at the end. Yes, I, think I can't remember. I think that's what the final. I think that's the stinger. From what I've heard, yeah, that's that's, that's the actual stinger. So you only get him like that at the very end of the movie, setting up the. Uh, the sequel that's it that's the other thing why do they think they have to do that why does he why do we have to it was just do this right at the end of the movie you know i don't know force awakens fucking revenge of the sith uh you know fuck off so whatever why didn't they just go ahead and make this an actual oh my cat's getting mauled i gotta go all right I'll be right back. well while he's dealing with this his pussy. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about this film should have been straight out. This is what the film should have been. It should have been a CGI film. That's what everybody wanted it to be. Sonic in his own world as everything we've always seen for years. Just Sonic. Sonic in his own world. It would have been a, maybe a little bit more expensive to make, but everybody would have been a lot happier. Instead, they went the cheap route and went to Earth and used live-action characters. But nobody wants that crap. I mean, this is what they did with Masters of the Universe when they ran out of money. They weren't on Etheria. I mean, Etheria. Eternia. Which the first 30 minutes of that movie, that's why it was so badass. The whole movie was supposed to have been on Eternia. But they ran out of money, and so they decided, well, let's shoot everything at night on Earth. And that's why Sonic the Hedgehog looks like crap, I bet. I bet it was a money issue. They didn't want to film everything in CGI. Like Pixar. Which is probably a little bit more expensive. And so they just went to let's film everything with real characters on Earth. So you end up getting this crap. Detective Pikachu, it works better because the world was created for Detective Pikachu. 
I think Scott's back now. I hear him. I think he's done with this he's pussy. Alright, I'm back. I made some interesting points. They were very good. I went outside with a machete. <laughs> My cat. We have uh, coyotes, so yeah. that's what had me super concerned. He's just fighting another cat, whatever. But I'll totally kick that cat's ass if I get a chance. Because he just fucked my cat up. So anyways. Yeah, so this agree. Protector of Animals is returned. Yeah, this this uh, agree with my, my point. Because yeah, I'm right, you know I'm right. Yeah, he's right. That's right. Now, take the Pikachu. We both saw it. It was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was... I was uh, a little bit of a slow burn first half hour or so, but I liked it. Well, and that's I, how the game starts. So Yeah, I well, with had the, to play the game. With the exception of the Pokemon hunting, you, you don't go looking for Pokemon in that game. Now, the the, the, the two of the leads I didn't care for a whole lot. I didn't think they did, did a very good job. Um, the sun was just passable. And the reporter was... I thought she was terrible. But... Well, if I remember correctly that... When she first met him... And she was all up in his face and asking those questions like that... That's how she was in the game. And then afterwards... Once she realizes... Kind of who he was... And he's been through some shit... She kind of... Leans back and she's like... Oh, okay, well... I'll... She kind of befriends him, right? But still, in a throat puncher. <laughs> but, uh, they did, I mean, I really they dropped I mean, some characters out, so it was, it was just him and her. So yeah. if they took out two characters, that was kind of important to the. Yeah, if yeah. you have even a passing interest at all, remote interest in Pokemon or Pikachu or fucking Ryan Reynolds, go see it. Uh, I think the Ryan finale Reynolds was sucked. Kick ass. I think he was Ryan Reynolds. I, I, I thought he was funny. Some of the dialogue was a little much, but uh, I think he did not work. But you know, if you played the game, Ryan Reynolds does not fit with Detective Pikachu. But the, but that final scene, yeah, they um, that shit. well, they completely rewrote. It still works better in the game. I'm going to spoil the game. It it still works. Where in the game, Pikachu, where he's lost his memories, same thing in the game. He can't use his powers. And then the end is pretty much basically the same. But he's not doing the big boss fight crap. It's just... What's the Harry son's name? I forgot now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but... <laughs> it's, it's that situation where... 
Harry, here's Lloyd. Lloyd. It's Harry and Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> Lloyd. Harry Lloyd is getting ready to be killed by the bad guy. And Pikachu has to get that one shot in or he's going to die. And that's when you have that big climatic moment. And he, he saves him with that one shot. Instead of like a thousand shots of fire and destruction and the city going to hell. The city's going to hell. You have that parade. But you only get that one shot from Pikachu that saves his life. Tim. His name is Tim. Tim, yeah. So you get that one shot. So instead of a thousand shots, you get one shot. So it works more in a dramatic sense instead of big budget Hollywood blow the hell out of everything. So, like I said before, I can see why they would change it for American audiences. I think it works better in, in the game. Well, I loved it. Yeah. It's not lighting a box office up like I thought it would. Uh, overseas is killing it. Yeah, but I just I just figured as popular as Pokemon has been in America over the years, and this was a looked like a first real attempt at a movie um, that wasn't animated. I thought, eh, this will probably. Well, I mean, I, mean, I wasn't expecting them to make like four or five hundred million, but I thought, man, eh, two hundred. Yeah, well, you still got. It's only its second weekend, but still. Yeah, well, you still got. What, I just figured it'd be. A John Wick out there in a couple weeks. Yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. movies out. There. It's a, it's a thick box office right now for I mean you got John Wick, you got Avengers. Um it's just the way it is. Yeah. Speaking of in game, they are 100 and let's say 42 or 72 today. Mm, I believe you said 72, but maybe it was 142. My phone's dead so I can't check. 172 million dollars shy. Uh, being the number one grossing film of all time. Domestically? Worldwide. Worldwide? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to do that. I don't know. It's already released in all markets, right? Yeah, they released in China. That's how I read number one of all time in China. <laughs> yeah, it's like $41 million behind Force Awakens after 24 days. Domestically. So, um... Well, Scott was all gun ho about Endgame. I mean, he he did his typical fanboy thing. Anytime a movie comes out, he did yeah. this with, with three hundred. He did this Alien vs Predator, Endgame. This is the greatest thing of all time. Whoa, raging hard on, and then I'm like I still think three hundred is awesome. And then like <laughs> Scott, it, it's not as great as you think it was. Fuck you. And yeah. then he goes and he reads his Batman comics, the Superman comics, namely versus Predator comics, under his Lex Luger poster. And That's right. A week later, he turns into <laughs> Hank McCoy. Now that I've had time, time a little bit of time to recollect my thoughts. Hey, at least with Last Jedi, I figured it out halfway through the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I almost hardly ever dislike a movie when I'm in the theater. And I go see a lot of movies. It's it's uh, it's upon reflection that it really Last Jedi was kicking my fucking face in. But anyways, yeah, Endgame. I mean, 
It's not a terrible movie. I still think it's good. It's just it really fell hard after I really considered a couple things. Yeah. And so. Yeah. So this is what we're going to do. Fucking rat. We are going to talk about this one trailer real quick, and then we're going to spoil Endgame. Which Marvel's already spoiled it, but just in case. Uh, the Boys looks fun. Yes. It's a new show. That is a great concept. On, on Amazon. I don't know when it's going to come out, but check out the trailer for The Boys. It's basically superheroes are assholes. And so... Um, it's not Yul Brenner. Who is it? <laughs> Yul Brenner. Yeah, it's Yul Brenner, man. <laughs> it's Yul Brenner. Yep. Ramsey's are going to kick some ass. Back, bitches. Uh, who is it? Um, um, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh he's going to lead a team that's going to kill superheroes. He's figured out a way to do it because in this world you can't. Right. 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 But Judge Dredd's going to figure this shit out. Yeah. So yeah, um, man, I wish I knew the day is coming out. But um, July twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. So it should be pretty is awesome. This, what's what's this on Hulu? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay, good. I have that. Yeah. Um, so we excited. will be doing hopefully like a week by week discussion about that. Yeah, hopefully it's good, and we can watch more than one episode. Yeah. I don't remember if Amazon Prime... Actually, I think Amazon Prime is... They do the Netflix thing. Everything's... They just dump everything all at once. Yeah, so we'll probably do a week-by-week discussion. And we'll say that Jean-Claude Van Johnson's pretty good. Yeah, it was. I wish they did more than one season. The Tick... Give or take. It has some good stuff, but... It's just... It's amazing. It's the same creator from the comic books and the cartoon, but he just he tried to make it too serious. It's not fun. All right, so we're gonna spoil the shit out of Endgame real quick. And if you're have anything to say, Scott Paul Show at gmail dot com or Scott versus. Paul on Twitter or Scott Paul Show on Twitter. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right. In game. Anything? Well, a rat randomly saves the universe. Fat Thor. Best part. Pretty fucking awesome. That's like a one time thing. Yeah. Um,. Well, People we, were all about her about that, but get the fuck over it. Oh, everybody at work I talked to, all the girls love Fat Thor. Of course, they're my all, wife all didn't their, like it. Well, they're all in their forties and married, so they're like used to. Dad bod Thor was fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's like extreme dad bod though. He was still fucking bulky as shit up top. Yeah. He can still whoops mass. I mean, he might get tired doing it, but I mean, I get that he's got like some PTSD, but. Like he's lost he everything. He's the butt of jokes. Yeah, he's lost everything. So he he's had I mean, like we said, it's Shakespearean. He's lost everything more than anybody. Uh, yeah, and he also ha- is living with the guilt of he didn't go for the fucking head. <laughs> I yeah. I really think 
that Fat Thor and PTSD Thor was actually the best thing out of that film. As I, yeah, they they put a comedic twist on his suffering, but at the same time, like, no wonder. I mean, look at everything that's fucking happened to him, and then he feels like he's responsible, solely responsible for half the fucking universe dying, not just half of the five people or half of the fucking uh uh avengers or half of a town or a city but the universe like quadrillion like x like a number with an exponent on the end of it yeah well it's a fucking universe he is responsible because he didn't go for the head yeah he was too caught up in wanting to fucking tell thanos that i told you i was gonna kill you yeah he fucked up his pride is what did it you know if you really think about it so yeah i mean no wonder he's a blubbering fucking mess yeah he's a thousand year old warrior he never fucking lost a fight like that yeah so not to mention dude strangled his fucking brother in front of him and you know his mom had just died he just got his fucking eye cut out his dad died his His haircut i mean fuck (laughs) he can't get laid for shit now his um, well, we were one hundred percent right about how the movie ends. Iron Man wins. We were right about that for years. We knew Iron Man was going. Yeah, from the minute they first mentioned or showed Thanos, I knew Iron Man was taking his ass out. Yeah, because I mean, and it's fine because Iron Man is that movie is what really made all this possible. Yeah. That performance, that character. So that's fine. Yeah, it was great. It was a great end. Guys, I mean, don't like, get me wrong. I'd prefer Thor did it, but yeah, guys making twenty. That's million preference. That's not. It, still, it was great. Well, and considering the fact that how low he is, he probably needed that high. Yeah. But the the thing is, Thor still picked up fucking Stormbreaker and went to war. When it, when it came down to it. So well now he has, he doesn't have Stormbreaker anymore. Yeah, he got Mjolnir back. Yeah, so he's Porter worthy again. Yeah, he's still worthy. I will say, Captain America, that fucking scene made my skin tingle. The hair stood up on my neck when when he grabbed oh, the I'm hammer. Sure that's not the only thing that was tingling. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> And that's all right. Yeah, that's all right, Mama. Damn, that was pretty fucking epic. Yeah, Nothing... that, I'm not gonna lie. That movie has some epic moments. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a solid movie with a couple of huge plot holes. That's what's wrong with it. Like huge yeah, plot don't, holes. Don't ever do time travel in a movie. No, no, and don't ever say, "Well, this is our only chance. We only get a one time pass." No, you're traveling through time. You have multiple passes. Mm-hmm. And they tried to come up with this fucking idea of how it wasn't. Don't going this, to be this is our only chance? Then you fuck up, and then you have multiple chances after you say you only have one chance. Yeah, because they were try- The writers were trying to set the stage that time travel works best if you can only do it once, because time travel trivializes things, and it really does. I mean, it it can work, but it it really does trivialize things, and it makes it too simple. Yeah. But then the pen particles, it's like, just fucking stay in the 70s and talk to Hank Pym. Be like, hey, man, make up, like, you know, make me a few hundred vials of this fucking shit. <laughs> and we'll be back if we need more. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, by the way, remember this guy? This is Captain America, so you can trust me. This is happening. Yeah. You know, Hank Pym's will be like, yeah, no fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. But the fucking rat randomly jumping on the fucking keyboard and triggering this, that fucking pissed me off. You know? I mean, shit. It would have been better if, like, you know, hey, we're cleaning out this fucking storage unit. It's Nobody's paid their bill in five years. Um you guys might want to take a look at this because we think it belonged to one of the Avengers. That would have... The rat just randomly hitting the right fucking key. What the fuck ever. And then the other thing, the other plot holes was like Gamora and Mjolnir. And Captain America. Like... No, wait a minute. Gamora and Mjolnir were pulled out of their timeline. But Captain America went to... The way they explained the timeline... Now, I might be wrong. But my recollection was they explained the timeline that, you know, if... You go back and you change something, then it diverges, and you go into that timeline. Uh, alternate timeline. At the end, you Captain should... America should not have been in that timeline. When Captain America went back and put he all the time stones where they were, he created an alternate timeline. Yeah, there was a new tributary. He should have played out his life in that tributary. Well, apparently, the way I understand it is... There is an alternate timeline somewhere where there is a young Captain America out there whooping ass. There's a new time. Right. There's another MCU out there somewhere. The, the, oh, yeah. The MCU that we saw, he's out there right now. So that's probably where... Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, we were talking about multiple timelines. That's probably yeah. where Captain America's at right now. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure that's how they're going to bring X-Men and all that stuff over as an explanation. They can. Yeah, because there's no... And if you ever want to bring Captain America back, that's where he's at right now. Or Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, if they, if, if they want to bring those characters or vision you know yeah. they'll pull them from another dimension i would my guess is after watching the trailer for spider-man far from home um well far from home i also i don't think means london i think it means other dimensions clearly other realities whatever but i think that the infinity gauntlets damaged something in the well they said it tore a hole in the yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they straight fucking said that. So, I I would say that's how that's how you're going to get your Fantastic Four and X Men back in, and it's going to explain why nobody ever talked about mutants because you know Iron Man was kind of like the first hero in the MCU, yeah. and Thor was the first superpowered being to show up, right? Um, wasn't the Hulk the first one? Oh yeah, well the Hulk was but so yeah i guess so yeah that's right he wasn't really a superhero at first no he was more of a raging hulk he was kind of a myth to the public like is this is this some you know yeah the people that saw him though he's real but yeah. the other people were like is this guy real so i don't know anyways my take on it is is it, okay so your first hero is obviously yeah. iron man yeah but your first evidence that there's something beyond the normal human is the Hulk. Yeah. So, 
in the alternate timeline, your first That's family would be the Fantastic no, Four and all that. Yeah, because that explains the whole war these guys at this whole fucking time, you know. So, I, and that's that's cool. So, I mean, you know, the the final battle was typical, but it was it was well done. Um, I didn't need an hour and a half for them just walking around feeling pitiful. No, that was way too drawn out. What what summed it up best was when Ant Man came back and he went to the um, Avengers. the memorial looking for his daughter's yeah. name. Right there, you go. That sold it, you know. And 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 a few other minutes of time, like the initial scene with Black Widow and all that. You know, okay, fine, get it out of the way. It needs done. It's important. But they dwelled on it way too long, and really, it artificially inflated the runtime quite a bit. Yep. So, but yeah, Captain Marvel was pretty cool. I mean, as far as she was power, she was wasted. Yeah, if you're going to have a whole big movie about her and and make this big deal about how powerful she is, and it's like, but to say she should just not even been in the fucking movie. She should have beat the shit out of Thanos. Instead, she got a couple of shots in, and then he just flicked her with the times with the power stone. Yeah, yeah, it's they wasted her. They wasted her. She's the most powerful one there, and they just told her to fuck off. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, in most cases, if she's as powerful as they say she is, from the producers and shit, she's an I win button. So at least he had to hit her with the time stone to knock her out. I mean, she took out an entire armada by herself. That's badass. Yeah, she flew through the fucking ship and just smoked it. And it's like, I mean, that was a pretty epic moment. Why didn't Why didn't Nick Fury just fucking push the button a little earlier? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like she said. I mean, you guys aren't. There's not other planets to have are as lucky to have you. So it's true. Was, it's true. It's true. I mean, Thor but, fucked up. <laughs> So I was out there busy. Yeah. Sorry. At the same time, I, I'm not a huge fan of her, of any character, not just her, but of any character really being that much stronger than Thanos that when he hits her, her hair doesn't even fucking move. I, I thought that, that was a little, I saw that moose. That was a little bit wankish. Saw that moose. Yeah, I guess. Super-powered fucking moose. Um, but Superman's and hair doesn't I also move either. Issue, you know, <laughs> I mean, really, like, I know that they, they didn't go the route we thought they would, did with the Hulk, but I think the Hulk kind of got undersold. I mean... Oh, uh... Professor Hulk. 60 fucking years. Come on. Give him his moment. Um, Professor Hulk was cool, but I mean, just like... he He's just a bitch. <laughs> and well, yeah, because now he's just... Banner. That's all he is. That's just like, come on now. He's a total joke now. Yeah. Taking selfies. And Thor. You know. So. At least Captain America didn't puss out, I guess. So yeah, I mean it's a I think it's a I think it's a solid movie with a couple of big issues. So Yeah. Because I, still... I was all about going and seeing it again for a day or two and then you know, me and my son were starting talking about it and that's when I was like, Now wait a minute. This rat and the pin particles, which pin particles was a plot hole when I was watching it. That hit me. I was like, that's kind of fucking Jackie, Jakey. 
But no, no, three hours out there watching that. Yeah, I mean it was a good end. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely. I think Infinity War was better. Yeah. And, Thank you, Scott. Finally came around. Yeah, I think it was like, I, I haven't revised my list, and it will it will drop significantly. Yeah. Great end though. Um. Seeing all the Marvel characters just pop back into existence was pretty cool. Now, if Hawkeye would... Hawkeye turned into the Punisher. I would rather yeah. see him die than Scarlet. I'm still just trying to figure out why we couldn't get a Black Widow movie after she was so popular and then we just like, hey, let's just pull this character out of left field and give her a movie. That doesn't make sense to me. There's several characters that are popular... That the other one, what's what's Scarlet Witch? I mean, well, she's getting TV series. Yeah, she's getting TV series. But then we we kill Black Widow, so which I mean, whatever, you know, cool. Well, I mean, the death. Somebody's contracts a lot cheaper than others. Yeah, that's true. But that characters, those characters as we know them, appear to be legitimately dead for good. No, other dimensional versions of it may come back. Yeah. Well, remember in, in the comics, they decided... I think Tony was sick, or he was in a coma or something, and he scanned his brain. And you're rubbing your mic, Scott. And he... Sorry. Um... And that's where the Riri Johnson came in. Or Riri Williams, that's her name. And she became the new Iron Man. Right. And so the you got an AI version of Tony Stark. So he basically right. became the next Friday that way. And so there's a possibility you could always have in Spider-Man Fire From Home somehow maybe at the end he will because the suit the suit will talk to him somehow he opens up some type of protocol and boom what's up kid and then that's how you reintroduce Tony Stark into MCU because then hey only thing Robert Downey Jr. has to do is just sew up and do some ADR right or, or maybe the Tony Stark that died was a super scrawl. And in order to keep the whole fucking universe from being destroyed, he just played out the role. That would be a fucking twist from what everybody's expecting because of all the dimensional fucking time travel stuff, quantum realms and things. I think everybody's have... expect. I mean, I would say most people's expecting other universes in Marvel, you know, because you have what, what is it, Earth 616 is the main line? Yeah, that's the main line, okay. 616. So you have the other Earth versions, Tony, somehow their universes get jacked up, and now they end up in the MCU as we know it. I, know they I mean, f- where everybody's expecting that, I think. They asked Faggy <laughs> about the um, scrolls, like Civil War and scrolls and things like that. And he said, uh, it's still a possibility that the scrolls will come back and do stuff like that. 
Yeah. Just because that what you saw in Captain Marvel happened where they were good guys, that it doesn't always mean that that's going to be the case. Right. I mean, there's yeah. always possibilities. Yeah. So, I mean, but that would be a way of kind of su- subverting the expectation of the audience, but doing it in a plausible way. So, minus the baby. <laughs> Maybe that fucks it all up. He had a daughter. So. Well, I don't understand. And Then I guess that technically makes Pepper Potts a victim of sexual assault and rape. Yeah. On uh, Unless it really was his kid. And then Just somehow there, somehow... The baby was, uh, not not baby, but he was switched out. Afterwards. Afterwards. During all the time travel crap. Back in the 70s, he was switched. No, that wouldn't make sense. When he did this, I don't know. Yeah, whatever, fuck um, it. Anyway. Um, Much speculation. But Jamie Kennedy, was it that it? Not Jamie Kennedy, um, Jimmy Kimball. Asked a good question on uh, Spider-Man Far From Home when he had the guest on there. Uh, This movie takes place five years from the last film, the last Spider-Man, right? They said, yeah. Why are you guys still in high school? And they said, uh, why are we still in high school? So unless it was like a Wahamba thing where they were, like it was a junior senior high mixed, it doesn't make sense. No, you mean the end of Endgame? Well, Spider-Man: Far From Home, it's supposed to take place five years from the last movie. Well, yeah, but like even Endgame was five years after Infinity War. And Spider-Man was in fucking high school then. Yeah. So wouldn't that be 10 years? <laughs> That's 10-year gap. Why is he unless, still in high school? Unless they're in some sort of fucking college. But they're still in the same school. Damn, they filmed the fucking $150 million movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if you go with, well, they were gone for five years, they came back the same age, so we made them pick up where they left off. Okay, it's still five fucking years. It's not ten, but it's five. So, damn, that's a pretty big fucking deal, huh? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Why are they still in high school? I need to watch that interview. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. Because none of them could figure it out. Well, because they branded him as being... He has to be in high school. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, I'm fine with it for a couple movies, but... Like, come on. Because he disappeared while they were in high school. Yeah, he did. And then... 
in the right, movie. Right, but even he did the snap, and then do five years later. But then when he did the snap again, it didn't revert everything back to okay. We're going back in time five years. It's like nope, five years later. Yeah, they didn't get back in time. They just brought everybody forward. Yeah. I guess that's why they just decided let's just go ahead and. But Peter just came right back to where he was. But so they just sent everybody back to high school. Well, you gotta f- finish your class. But by then, everybody who was fifteen now they're twenty. So why are they still in high school? I can see sending Peter back to high school, but why the hell is MJ still in high school? She's fucking twenty. That's stupid. Yeah. No, there's they're standing outside the bus here. Are you sure about that time frame that Far From Home is five years later? I can see that yeah. they were They fucking killed Iron Man. Iron Man dies at the end of Endgame. That's five years later. Or is it ten years? It's Far From Home. How many years after Endgame is Far From Home? Right after, because Iron Man's dead. Okay, so there's only a five-year gap from Infinity War then. I misunderstood what you said at first. I thought you said that that Far From Home was five years after Endgame. No, it's it's right after Endgame. Okay, so it's right after. Okay, well, that's five years. Why are so they still in high school? If they had been eighth graders, if they would have got snapped out like the beginning of their eighth grade year and having to repeat their eighth grade year. So they're going to be in high school until they're like 25? Well, biologically, they're not 25. He's like 15 in the first, in the relaunch of Spider-Man. So it would make him 20. Yeah, they're going to make him redo school. They'd have to make him redo school. Jeez, I'd rather stay dead. Yeah, that, well, not redo. Do it the first time for them. So. Oh, I mean, half their classmates went on. The other half have to. Wait, I don't think they died, though. I think only Peter died. Did all of his classmates die, too? Well, it would, be, it would have been around 50% of them. So, thereabouts. apparently, MJ and whatever his buddy's name is and... Flash, they die too? Well, of course, the people closest to him would be... They all fucking die In the too. bad 50. Yeah, it's because it makes it convenient. This writing is bullshit. Yeah. This is bullshit. This well, is bullshit writing. I'm sorry, but their Flash and their fucking MJ sucks. Of course they do. They're not fucking... They're not the right characters. They're not Fat Thor. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. <laughs> MJ's wrong. MJ, it shouldn't even be fucking MJ. For one, 
Flash should be a jock. Well, I mean, MJ is not even the same character remotely. No. Other than she happens to be female. She's another nerd girl. Yeah. Which, I mean... She should be the okay. exact opposite. She should be Cool, this... nerd girl, awesome, yeah. That's that's fine, but yeah. that's not Mary Jane Watson. She's got an attitude. MJ eventually developed one of this. I can do it. The best Flash Thompson in the movies was the one that... In the... Um... Oh, shit, the second actor. What was his name? Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield? I don't remember. Uh... Is that the actor's name? No, that was Spider-Man. That's what I'm saying. That's, oh, I'm getting the Flash? Second series. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. He was the Flash that he was the dick, but then after um, Uncle Ben died, he went up to Peter and tried to you know, say, hey man, I'm sorry to hear about your uncle. And Peter didn't even want to hear what he was saying, and he threw him up against the locker. And then Flash was like, dude, you know, I get it, man. I'm sorry. You know, you know, he had that human side. Yeah. Instead of just being the jock dickhead all the time. I thought that was a pretty cool moment, you know, in that series. But, you know, the Flash they got in... Um, Far From Home is just... Just... Yeah, whatever. He, he's... Uh, I know... Internet I, I nerd. I know where people's going to make their assumptions about it, but you could have had the same actor if he was a fucking football player and fucking he would have been flash you know what i'm saying just it's just fucking retarded to completely change everything about the character yeah the new one you want to change the wallpaper what the fuck ever at this point you know it's just a fucking troll don't change the foul yeah he's a fucking troll don't change the fucking foundation of the character he's just a rich fucking troll that's all i mean dr doom being a fucking internet nerd was stupid too oh god don't even get me started (laughs) that's why i didn't even watch that fucking movie when you told me that i was like it's not happening never watching that movie the fucking blogger from blogger supervillain dr doom go fuck yourself the blogger from latravia that's with, the point I'm getting at. With the bad internet connection, that's why he's pissed. Yeah, I fucking just fuck off, you know? That's so. as bad as Lex Luthor from Krypton. I mean, I really like the Peter Parker, and I like Peter Parker's uh, friend. What the fuck's his name? The big guy? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I like him. I think he's funny. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be in the fucking movie, though, because he's not a real character. True, but at least they didn't... He's a, he's 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 funny. They needed him he's, because Peter doesn't have any inner monologues, so he needed somebody to sound off to, which is why he had the suit in the first film to talk to. Because he, again, no inner monologues, so they gave him the suit to talk to. Right. All right. It's an hour and a half. Any last words on Endgame? I mean, if you haven't seen it and you've watched all the other movies, you really probably ought to go see it. I mean, it's an entertaining film. It's not terrible. It just has a couple big plot holes. But yeah, yeah, I would still. If put... you haven't seen it, you watch this much of the or listen to this much of the podcast, you already know what the fuck happens anyway. So yeah, I might as well go ahead and watch it. Yep. Well, I know I'll let you spoil the hell out of Star Wars for me, and I I have no plans on watching it ever. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'll still put this down at the bottom of the list. It's not the worst film I've ever seen. That's still, um... Second Thor. But, okay, that's it. That's good enough for us tonight. Later, guys.